Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world. Uh, thank you for joining us to another Motif Thursday live stream. This week it's all about mindset and motivation and having the correct ones. Um, as always, I am joined by none other than Mr. Thomas Gentleman. Hi, Thomas. How are you? I'm very good, Aidan. I uh, hope you're well. I hope everybody out there in internet land is uh, doing well this week. It's certainly been a very warm week in London and uh, everybody seems to be uh, complaining about the heat, which is very British. <clears throat> and it's a little bit colder today, but wherever you are, you're comfortable. And of course, uh, getting your POD game together because it's certainly a very important time of the year. Don't let the heat or the lack of sleep or the general... Uh, frustration of, of summer get in the way of what's going to be a fantastic and uh, unique, certainly been a unique year so far in many ways, but a unique year and a unique opportunity for uh, print on demand through Motif uh, moving into Q4, which is not very far away. Exciting times, not far away at all. Um, and for those who are just joining in, why are, we, why are we always talking about Q4? Why? It's because that's when the majority of people make a lot of money. Um, we've got... Um, yeah, and also, you, sh you should always be planning ahead. You know, it's... Uh, sorry, I was going to introduce... Hello, Bram. I didn't mean to cut Aiden off with his little intros. But you should always be planning ahead. Yeah, You know, whatever, whatever quarter it is, one of the big mistakes that people make in Q4 is not planning products to sell in January and uh, january can actually be bigger well any any week can be your biggest week because a viral product is a viral product is a viral product and that can happen at any time with any product any design uh, there's no there's no guide to that who knows what the, the the people will love and you know that's one of the that's one of the things about mindset you have to be focused on what you're doing now but you also have to get ready for what's about to come so I suppose that starts uh, us off to the, the first question, Thomas. Um, well, I'll run through who, who's on this live stream. There must be this is going to take a you know maybe twenty minutes to run through all the guests. I'm sure all the all the watchers. So there's thousands, but I'll only name a few. Um, so Bram, of course, as always, we've got uh, Rami who's also just joined. Uh, we've got Mohammed who's joined, um, and I'm sure the the other usual bunch are just waking up. I think Mick, um, Mick's there. Mick, he will be there, yes. I'll see a message from Mick. That was when, that was when I posted it. But yeah, oh, that's when he posted it. Here. I don't know what I'm doing. You see, this is why it does the technical stuff. I just do the T-shirts. Yes. Um, so, Aidan, your first question. I, the, the amount of preparation that we've done for this week is phenomenal. It's a big topic, so Aidan's got a list of excellent questions i'm sure prepared reams of questions but obviously if you want to ask your own questions feel free to do that in the comments and i'll make sure thomas gets them and i'll uh, they will take priority over mine of course but my first question is well it'd be what... a shame to miss out on some of them because i, I see like the question 38 is particularly one of my favorites i'm sure it is <laughs> um my first question is okay obviously this is the mindset and motivation what makes up a good mindset when it comes to POD? Because being an account manager slash sales manager, I, I've seen it all. I've seen great 
sellers and their great determination and motivation to keep testing new designs week in, weekend, day in, day out, you know, hourly. Um, I've also seen new sellers, and I'll be honest, feel a bit disgruntled because their first two or three, four designs don't bring the results they want. They don't always break even. How can you make sure you don't get disgruntled, you know, or disheartened? Like, how do you do it? Well, the first thing that you've got to do is you've got to set aside some of your resources to devote to what you want to do. Now, that's money. Yes. So I've spoken before about not running campaigns, not running ads, not 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 buying designs with your last money. So nobody should be in the position where you're relying on a, a, a money to come back in to feed your family or, or, or do any of those things. If you are in e-com as a full-time job, which is, lots of people are, you should have as many strings to your bow as you possibly can. So if you're if you're doing a POD, then you need multiple channels. You should build a blog. You should because you control that a website that you control, a mailing list that you control. No one can take you. Can't get banned. Facebook can't ban you from that. If you're serious about it long term, you should develop assets that you control. So that's one thing. So it, most, but most people are doing this as a sideline or one of many things that they're doing to generate money, which is fine. But you need to, you need to, as I say, work out what resources you've got and then devote that time and those resources to what you're doing with. So that's time, that's money, uh, that's also time not just for design research or, or or doing the artwork yourself, but at some point you need to, when you start to bring money in, you then you've got some amount of money that's coming in you want to segment that money out so maybe you're going to get a designer with some of it maybe you're going to get a va with some of it maybe you're going to take some of it and and do something so that you feel like you're getting some payout you know you don't want to end up like scrooge from a christmas carol where you're where, where you may have a lot of money but what are you getting out of it you know the point of money is to okay is to acquire it and it is uh you know you can see how well you're doing in, in the many things can be judged by the amount of money that you make from it. But it's not all about that. You do need to to try and enjoy uh, the money that you make, uh, whether, you know, and that can be, you know, you pay off a bill, you you know, that, that's enjoyable as well. Mm -hmm. But you really have to work out a goal, what you want to do, especially for the new people starting out. You can't expect every design to sell. You can't it's not Facebook, it's not this, it's not that, it's not Google Ads, whatever you're doing to generate the traffic, it's the design. And uh, you, 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 it's very easy to blame all sorts of things. Oh, my ads manager is no good. Oh, my, uh, uh, the platform, oh, there's a problem with here, there's a problem with that, the cost of this is too much, the cost of that is too much, you should have this feature on this. You say, no, 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 yeah. believe me there are always things that can be improved but if you concentrate on those things and and think that they're the things that are stopping you from being successful then you're never going to get to the root cause of what is actually getting in the way so believe me thousands of products are sold on motif every day and uh, a lot of people have done very well so you've got to really look at, at the fundamentals and and not allow whatever gets in your way to or, or comes up to divert you from your calls so okay you're completely 
let's say you you completely lose access to your facebook ads account right that's a disaster for the moment but what are you going to do next you're going to try google ads you're going to try to build a blog you're going to try and build up like 5 10 15 20 50 organic channels to 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 build traffic or are you just going to say oh it's not fair well i got some news for you this is going to come as a shot life isn't fair it's uh it's it's uh short uh, and brutish and uh you know it's it, it's uh it's a battle out there so stay determined make sure that you're not over resourcing so you don't want there's no point in becoming uh giving it's like saying all right i'm going to spend every evening four hours a day diverted to uh to, to selling when you've got a family and people around you you have a breakdown with all of those relationships and in three months time you'll be dealing with that 24 hours a day and lawyers two hours a day um so you've, you've got to be realistic and but whatever time you set aside to achieve your goals you've got to try and stick to that and the money as well and you've got to be prepared when you first start to end up a little bit down a little bit in the negative if you're running ads or buying designs or just in general because you're learning something some of the people that are running campaigns are earning more money from running campaigns than people uh, have earned after being a, a top university and spending three, four hundred thousand dollars on their education, they start out three hundred thousand dollars down, and you see people crying and 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 blaming everybody other than themselves because they're four hundred and fifty dollars down after running a few campaigns that almost certainly won't sell. Yeah. So, the beauty of this is the low barrier to entry, but there is still a barrier to entry, and that's your own education, that's your own experience, your own ease, your own ideas of what will sell and what won't sell, and you you've got to realise that you're not you're not an expert. That thing that you just drew, you might like it, it might be a great design, but if people don't want to buy it, it doesn't matter. The market is the key, and with uh, either uh, building up an organic source or running through Facebook. Uh, ads you can find this out very cheaply because people will and they are not shy in telling you uh what whether they like the design of course the worst thing of all is no reaction at all that really means that you're off topic because yeah um you know you're better off with with angry faces and people telling you that the school bus is around the wrong way and the writing on this is is not correct than, than just absolutely nothing people yeah. just scrolling <laughs> past it without any impact gives some constructive criticism doesn't it moving forward and i mean well it the... means they care it means that you're targeting people that actually yeah. care about it whereas if they're just scrolling past then they don't care whether the school bus is round the wrong way meaning that the door's on the wrong side of the street they're just like Ugh. yeah on on this note though, i do want to cover something that I, I i see creep into my my messages and from all the guys and all the sellers out there all go um everyone's focused on their design but they're not focused about the people that who would buy them and it really um it frustrates me to be honest because they they come up with the design but they've not done research in the group of people who have the money to, to buy a thing in the first place or would want to um, and i think I've, i would love it if people spent 20 percent less time on their designs and 20 percent more time into figuring out where these pockets of people are and why and when they would buy that design if they did and they found these different pockets they'd be a lot more successful overnight yeah um, i mean half the, half the struggle 
if you've got an idea for a shirt, say you've got 50 ideas for shirts or 50 ideas for, for, for text that should go onto a shirt, but you don't want to get it all designed, what you can do is just get open up any design software and some of them are free, Inkscape, GIMP. I don't recommend using them long term because life's too short, but whatever, some people, you can use them. Not MS Paint though, I put I draw the line. But, uh, and just writing the what you're going to say out in a decent font in white text and then putting it onto a black t-shirt in Helvetica or any any non-weird font where people can actually read it. There's plenty of uh, bold fonts. Arial, that's the default uh, Windows and Mac font, should be on every computer, free, accessible, open source, uh, very similar to Helvetica, but not, not as good in many ways. Just writing it out and putting it onto a shirt and then running that as a PPP, uh, PPPP, <laughs> too many P's, a PPPPP as a post-page engagement ad and an engagement ad on Facebook, just the shirt, no, straight out the image that is generated from Motif as the default, put that out for a dollar a day and see which one resonates. That's the one then that you spend the money on the design. That's the one that you can divert the resources to. So now you can test 10 ideas for $10 in a single day and you'll find out which one gets the clicks. Easy, simple. You don't have to get a full design done. Okay, obviously, if you do all the artwork and you've got a nice picture of Aiden on it, it obviously will sell. Um, but, uh, you know, don't let things block you don't this is easy this is this is simple stuff you can test the market for a dollar and when you're testing small like that for a dollar or two dollars you want to find a fairly targeted audience um uh, in a single country don't run worldwide uh, engagement ads you want to find something i don't know 250k 150k somewhere around maybe 500k that kind of thing um narrow your band down to the uh, the age band down to the people that are most likely to buy which is 25 to 54 and then get that advert out there the one that picks up traffic uh, you can even then do a bit of a nicer ad with that with it just still written out and if that if if that if that does well then you can sell some of them and then or you can go and, and get the artwork done this way otherwise if you're paying an artist individually for uh, or a designer individually for the designs, those 10 designs might have cost you $300, $30 a design, or $150 at $15 a design, or $100 at $10 a design, or $50 at $5 a design, if you're lucky enough to find somebody. Instead, you've done it yourself, free, zero charge, just to test the market on, on, on the actual wording. So don't think that there's it's difficult it's easy it's it's easy to get when you're first getting started to test those markets and to find out what's going to resonate and as i might have said before if it makes them cry it makes them buy so um that's that's the focus that's where you should be at with, with when you're first starting out when you're thinking oh, rather than spending 30 40 dollars on a design from somebody on a on a site similar to fiverr and they will charge you that some of them for a nice design and now you're stuck with it you've got to try and make that back then you spend 20 dollars on the ad now you're 50 dollars down you could have been 10 dollars down and tested 10 ideas yeah, you would have been better off just cutting your losses of the bad design wouldn't it um, I wanted to bring up something uh, so to sort of go off topic, but I wanted to bring up something you said to me many months ago, and it was, and I found this very motivating for me personally. You said, Aiden, figure out how much money you would earn selling just five designs per day, 
right? And then you've got to remember with print on demand, it's not like working a job where you work 22 working days in the month. It's all of the work, all of the Saturdays, the Sundays, you can be running those ads. You said figure out how much would be um, a good goal for you. Would it be five? Would it be 10? Get the profit calculator, scale it to 10 of those designs, how much you'd make, and then go for that goal. Go for your five a day, and then go for your 10 a day, then go for your, you know, and then doing it that way. And that way, I found that personally to be really motivating and um, a great incentive and a realistic goal setting way of doing it. Sure. I mean, one design a week organic, uh, uh, one design a week, one design a day organic is, uh, you know, somewhere around 70 pounds a week. Now, some people, some people go to work all day for that. Some people go to work a week for that. Some people in the world go to work all month for that. So, you know, if you're, and if you're using a custom domain, each one of those sales goes into your email marketing list and you can remarket to those people. So yeah, you don't have to go in there and uh, how do I spend, you know, you see you, if you look around, you'll see some, some people spending, you know, some of these forums about, uh, ads spending 500, 600, 700, 800, a thousand dollars a day on an advert. And you, you want to try and get to that level, but then you've got to consider that they're selling like a yacht, you know, they're selling high value, like five, $600, uh, markup items. It's, it's a completely different ballpark we're selling you know items that most people can buy you want to go in fairly low with the ads yeah sure you can scale stuff up but you be realistic to what to, to to what you know to what good looks like at the beginning and once you start to work out what's good then and get things that sell get the pixel ticking over get a few thousand then a few ten, tens of thousands of people on your facebook page then you can start to push even more it's uh, it's a build you build it all up. You build up your own experience. You know, Aiden will tell you from looking at my account that most of the things that I launch sell, whereas other accounts, even if they sell more than me in a week, that's because they're testing more and they've got a lot of duds, whereas I don't. Now, who's making more money? They probably are. But that's, you know, that's because they're devoting more time and resources to it and testing as much as they possibly can. Whereas I'm a little bit more selective. I have an idea. I think, right, okay, I know that's going to go, get some artwork done. And that's one way of doing it. But sure, if I was going to, you know, do it 24 hours a day as I used to, then that's the approach that I'd have. So you've got to work out your approach and your your experience. Go on. I feel there's um, another something you said there but you without saying it and i think the other the other tool or thing the experience you gain over time is you've been in your niche for a long time now so i feel because you've been in around it you've looked at different facebook groups and stuff like that you kind of know what resonates with them as well i think that's half the battle so once you've been in the niche for so long and maybe you've launched so many campaigns that have just broken even or dropped off or won you kind of know what has worked and then you've got more of a an acute eye for what could work. So even if you do break even in that niche, you know, five or six times, you're going to get a better ride for the one that will win. And I think that goes, that's sort of a very unsaid yeah. thing. Yeah. And also I'm prepared, you've got to be prepared to get away. Don't get married to the design or the niche, yeah. you know, especially the niche. If you're, if you're, if you're launching stuff and launching stuff and launching stuff and maybe it's selling a little bit, you know, try another niche try those design ideas most of the stuff's transferable across uh across niches some of it won't be directly but you know don't get married into something like right let's say i'm going to sell cat t-shirts 
and uh, you know your 30th cat t-shirt in you know you might want to try penguins there's anything else gerbils hamsters gazelles panthers. Yeah, just on this note it was funny um as on i think it was friday or saturday evening i was in a pub and i saw a um an adaptation of one of thomas's designs someone was wearing it in my pub and i thought it was very funny to see that because it wasn't one of his designs but it's someone had taken inspiration from that adapted it for a different niche and someone literally in my local was wearing it yeah, so my, if you get the right concept, you go crazy my cease and desist letters going out no but honestly that's exactly what you want to see i know the design is talking about and someone's taken that idea and in fact variations of that idea are everywhere all over the internet now which is encouraging to see some people would think oh my god it's my idea okay the exact design if i saw that exact design which by the way i have it's available on amazon and all outlets all around the world now the original design do, yeah. do I do I spend thirty seconds of my weeks thinking about no, no I, I don't care I, I'm moving on I'll get to I'll, I'm still ahead of them with my next design, you know this is another thing you can spend you could spend the next six months of your life trying to get stuff taken down from other sites that's very similar to something that you've done who cares you could have spent all that time researching new stuff don't yeah. let stuff bother you if you put something on the internet that's it that's that's the way it is don't don't let stuff get you down what i find on this as well is with the amount of time people get worried about that if they put the amount of time in getting that translation redesigned into germany swedish they would have then beaten them to the next market and not only that imitation is the you know the best form of flattery right it means you've done something right and it's sort of the nature of the internet well, I only worry about the things that you can, you can worry about. If you could get everybody else to take down designs that were very similar to yours, then maybe it might be worth five minutes of your time. But as you can't, it, don't bother. Just move on and get the next design. This is exactly the kind of thinking that will drag you down. Frustrated about things that you can't control, worried about things that you can't control. Uh, where When you're doing design research, you're always taking inspiration from other other people and other stuff that they've done that's what it is you're you're making something better it's it you know the whole the whole trademark thing with with words being trademarked or phrase being trade tr phrases it's all basically theft because every, loads of people the number of times where i've had an idea of, of something and then and then googled that idea and it's already been done even though i've independently thought of it you, you know you start to end up trademarking just just every single combination of english words that or any words possible so that whole copyright and trademark thing is ludicrous and needs to be thrown away and in that case you can't enforce any of it anyway so why even bother thinking about it you can think about much better and more positive things yes and uh, I know from just our experience, we've been on calls and we've we've come up or I've come up, or Thomas has come up with an idea we think is absolute gold. I can't believe no one's ever thought about it. Put it in Google. Yeah. Can't Six, 16 million results. <laughs> so, so, yeah. uh, but I'll be completely honest with everyone here. It sounds like we've uh, said, no, everything's been done for. It really hasn't. There are tons of people coming up with brand new designs and they're selling like crazy. Variations uh, of designs, better, yes. better targeting, better, better ideas. Take this, take inspiration from that. Take inspiration from this. Um, you know, that that's the way to look at it. It's uh, it, it, make better artwork, 
what new variation, new product, new idea, new target. There's a million different combinations of of, of ways to arrange uh, words in the English language, words in any language, designs. How many pixels are there on an artboard of, of of a t-shirt? You know, you're not. There's a trillions and trillions of different combinations of things that you can come up with, uh, whether it's been done or not. You know, I still sell. I still still sell. Sit, well, that's it. I'm going to have to uh, <laughs> go into the retirement home now. I've obviously broken. I'll just press the reset the button. Um, I see variations of uh, the man, the myth, the legend still sold today and still sold successfully across all niches on all di sorts of different things. You know. Yeah, there's been granddad variations, grandmother variations as well. Oh, yeah, difference in artwork, you know, that's the way to look at it. A huge opportunity still for all of it. So what you don't do is worry about, oh, this looks like mine or that. No, 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 that. It, it, there's no point. Getting back to the, the motivation, I know this is, a, this is a bit of a something I'm asking for me, but also the guys who are up and coming and, you know, they've sold a few. What's it like when you do find one that really, really goes? Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, it's normally a shock because you're not expecting it. And uh, normally the way that you find out is somewhere through the day, you log into your account, you'll be like, huh? okay, uh, right, <laughs> something's going on here. Uh, this is good. Uh, a bit of, bit of a panic at first, a bit of a rush of adrenaline. And then you're like, okay, right, okay, uh, what am I going to do next? Um, so yeah, you can't you can't predict it. It does happen ram randomly, like a real winner, like just stuff that makes money is one thing, but something that's really going crazy uh, is it, pretty good. And your first one's always, you know, everyone remembers their first whatevers, and uh, the first one's always impressive. Um, but after a while, I have to say that it's more that when stuff doesn't sell, it's just more of a like, oh, All right, okay, delete next one rather than uh, real excitement. Although there are some days where you think, wow, that, that's actually pretty good. And there's, there's tons of new sellers that I speak to. And um, it's it's awesome to see because it, you get like, you know, they've been testing, say, two or three designs a week, you know, in their spare time. And when they do get that first one where they go, hey, I sold 21 in one day today. What's going on? something wrong with my analytics is something going on there no no no. you've done that all yourself you're going to scale it yep and then then they get the real um itch for it the real buzz for for print on demand um so that, if you are just starting and you're, you're sort of got a few that haven't quite made it you just need to get one that's just above break even and then it yeah it's 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 um, a snowball isn't it it's compounding um, when you do yeah. go through the motions. Yeah, you need to, uh, and, and motivation as well. You need to, you know, everyone, a lot of people are working on their own. You, you should find somebody that you can talk to about this stuff that maybe you can work either with or maybe not with, but they're doing the same thing as you. They, You can share problems and, 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 and motivate each other. And then there's some accountability within that of like, oh, well, I'm going to do this, make it like a commitment, like a, like a, maybe a mini mastermind between you and yeah. a few friends where you take on the challenge together. Um, you know, it, it, it's always, uh, some people can work 
independently other people rely on you know there are leaders and then there are those who, who need to be led and you need to get the mindset of a leader because you've got to lead yourself so you've got to have the determination to stick to what you're planning to do you know if you're the sort of person that uh, doesn't want to get out for be- out of bed for work in the morning you've got to change your mindset and and be the person that's up before the alarm and and on it and you know don't don't get hammered on a friday night if you're planning to work on a saturday morning because that's your work time if you did that when you were working for somebody else then you wouldn't be doing it for very long yeah and i think i think having those little sort of mini groups of someone that you can talk to um and if anyone here would like someone that they can to talk to obviously in their own nationality pop me a message and i'll you know i might be able to do some matchmaking there um, but like with me personally, I'll have a, what I think is a, an amazing idea and I, I will, I just like having it bounced off someone. So I'll send it to Thomas or I'll send it to, to, to Mick who was on here earlier or I'll send it to any other seller and say, what do you think to this? And it's just nice to have someone say, yes, it's a good idea, even though you already knew it was. And then there's your confirmation and you go full steam ahead with that. And if they do say no, it's good to see, even if you still run it anyway, right? Which a lot of people do. It's good to see their criticisms. So when it does or does not work out, you know what you should have done or can do to uh, to make it better. Yeah, absolutely. So it does help if you can't be accountable to yourself, be accountable to somebody. But you've got to make a you got you got to make a, a decision that you're going to do something and then stick to it. Otherwise, you know, it's, it's, what are you ever going to get out of anything? Not just POD. If you if you can't make a commitment to, you know, whatever whatever you go, I'm trying to think of something I made the commitment to, but it's probably best not to, other than POD. But um, you know, you you got to at least put in the uh, old college dry, as I used to say, then, and, and give it your best. And then what you don't want is to get to, say, January next year after Q4 ends, although there's always huge opportunity in January. As I said, sweaters and hoodies are, are massive uh, in January because it's cold in Europe and the United States. And, and in Canada, it's, it's basically, uh, you know, life can't exist. It's so cold outside. So... Um, you know, you don't want to get to there and think, oh, well, you know, I should have done this. I should have done that. I wish I hadn't gone out every every night. I wish I hadn't gone to a Christmas party every every week uh, throughout November, because then I might have I might have got somewhere because you've only, you know, things can happen. Things can go wrong. Again, don't get down by that. But you don't want to be blaming yourself. And if something does go wrong, then you've got to find a way around it. That's all part of it. Yeah. yeah. Would you like a couple comments from Bram Thomas? Oh, of course. Bram. How's it going, Bram? Always good to see you on these calls. And uh, hi, Mohammed has just joined us. Nice to have you with us, mate. Um, I'm going to start from the uh, the easiest comment and, and, and build a way up to uh, one you find you you might find uncomfortable. Okay. Um, so when his first uh, when Bram's first like sort of good winner was going on, couldn't sleep more than six hours. He was looking at it because the design was running and it was running well. And that took him from 200 euros to 400 euros. Bram, was that in one night? Because that is pretty decent. Um, And the last uh, question was, uh, are you the uh, cooling design, Thomas? Not sure what he means by that, do you? Well, there are rumours. There have been rumours that that might have been me. But... Yeah, we're just—it's one of the mysteries, I guess. Who's Batman? That's me as well. Is it? I'm, yeah, I'm the t-shirt seller that you need, not the, what you what you want. 
Brilliant. Um, cool. So, mindset. <laughs> Don't make you the joker. There you go. Uh, probably. Probably. Or the Riddler. Um, there's, there's or the a penguin. <laughs> Sorry. Penguin probably would be more accurate. <laughs> I am uh, more rotund than I used to be. Um, cheers for that. Um, you started it. Yeah, I did. This is what they want. This is what they want. You see the banter. The banter. Uh, the pod banter, pod bants. Um, Bant, banter is an English phrase. Now, interestingly enough, I don't see many uh, shirts with banter on it, but I'm sure that a, co- a combination of words with banter at the end could 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 work. Uh, yeah, that's something a very pubby, very English culture word. Um, and so somebody should design maybe the man, the myth, the banter legend. Yeah, that that would work, and then you could target. Uh, the people, sort of the UK people crowd who go to um, sporting oh. football events in the pub, they are the kind of guys that would do that. Tradesmen are very much those people as well. Um, hate to stereotype people, but whenever that's I go... What, that's the whole point of uh, niche targeting is to stereotype people. Yeah, exactly. exactly that. But it doesn't mean that some tradesmen aren't ballet dancers. It just means that if you were targeting a ballet shirt, you probably wouldn't target tradesmen so it's no we're not we're not we're not saying that you can't do that we're just saying that it, as far as targeting goes yeah. you need you need to know what you're who's most likely and what we mean by tradesmen as well if, if there's anyone um, in another country or second language builders so people who build buildings they're less likely to be ballet fans right that's what we're saying um He's i'm here every time i can yes you are bram you're here every time um, he's going to get he's going to get a brick thrown through his window with a ballet shoe attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what? Because I've seen like obviously I keep an eye on your on your account when you when you are doing stuff on on the side, Thomas. Because obviously you do a hell of a lot for Motif and a hell of a lot for other things you work on. But um, it's interesting to see that it's not always winner winner winner. You'll try one, you'll try another one. You try another when you do get that run where you've tried say three or four designs and you're sort of a bit like uh nothing's working people aren't buying how do you break out of that pessimistic mindset that you start putting the oh it's the wrong time of year oh it's the wrong niche oh it's this how do you sort of break that and keep on keeping on well you just keep going small you just you just look for the next thing and you, you, you test it i just tried to get i had an idea for a design at the weekend didn't sell spent a bit of money on it. I thought, oh, it's pretty good. I did the artwork myself. It's like, okay. Uh, but I could have easily still been trying now. It was, it was a fairly okay, I think, design, but okay, people didn't want it. I got a lot of likes, which always cost you more money because people are liking it and a tremendous amount of shares, but no one wanted to buy it. So, okay, they like the the concept, but they don't want to walk around with it. I'm cool with that. Move on, next thing. It's... Uh, you know, maybe five years ago, that kind of stuff, you maybe dragged me down. I'd start thinking, oh, whatever, start blaming this, start blaming that, start saying, oh, what's the conversion rate or whatever. Um, oh, it's it's Facebook, it's not tracking, you know, whatever you can find to blame. But no, it's just quite simple. I designed something, people liked it, but nobody in their right mind wants to walk around wearing it. Fine. <laughs> next yeah yeah what can you do i mean you know that millions and millions and millions of pounds are being spent every day on the internet billions 
uh, you're just trying to carve out your bit of that. And if you test and it's not coming towards you, then well, that's that's just the way it is. Look at the rubbish that people that, that you know. I consider a lot of stuff that people buy and do hobbies to be horrible, rubbish, stupid things, but people really enjoy them. Some people would think that. That, that reading books is, is is a horrible way to spend an evening. Some people would think that you know, you, who knows what who knows what's good or bad. All you know is that you can find out very 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 cheaply, which is, you know, an absolute revolution. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just like to go off. Uh, I went camping at the weekend. It's not something I would normally do, but I'm there. Um, you know, staying in the tent with some other people. So I'm not hugely invested in it. I'm just doing it to get out of the house, right? Because I've been trapped inside of it for so long. And then we turn up and then there's caravans bigger than my house. So obviously these people, that's what they do. They're serious. So there are those people where I think, okay, we'll do it because it's a bit different. I'm not really that keen and I've got like a little crappy tent. These guys have got things that you could probably land on the moon. That's the level. So they for everything you think, oh, there's not going to be those diehard, passionate people for. If you look, if you look hard enough, there definitely is. Yep, camping, camping is a massive niche. Yeah. Um, and every, sorry to hear you went camping. By the way, I hope that you've recovered. Um, I have, I have in previous lives worked in uh, worked in industries that required me to attend campsites for. Uh, for to sleep at night and uh yes people do get very 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 uh committed and uh spend tens of thousands hundreds of thousands i think in some cases on these rvs and and, and equipment and uh it is surprising uh when you're not into it to find the passion within that within that community for um what other people might consider consider to be a ridiculous idea and that's that's the other thing about niches you can a lot of things are a niche but some things aren't a niche for instance food is not a niche but sushi maybe we've covered this before so um you know uh, standing up isn't a niche but standing up and exercising might be a niche you know the, it's but within within just general exercise exercise isn't really a niche but going to the gym is a niche weight training is a niche crossfit maybe is a niche yoga is a niche so you have to break it down so yeah. uh you know uh, don't don't let don't if you try a niche make sure that you you know don't just get committed to it have a look around see if there's a deeper niche within that niche that's going to be more passionate so for instance camping that's all very well camping is pretty wide but the people that are camping in their rvs aren't going to have a yeah. a campfire t-shirt on they're going to have an rv t-shirt on and the people that are that are out in like woodsmen as you know people that are are going out into the woods with uh with a with a backpack on and a bit of flint uh to survive for the weekend somewhere are not going to walk around with an rv on their front so a yeah. recreational vehicle uh, rv uh vehicle as it's american uh but you know what can you do about that so Aiden, over to you. I know question question thirty eight must be coming up around now. Question thirty eight. Um, so Bram, obviously, he's going there. Where our man here over there? Uh, when you don't sell, it's you. It, um, it's you. Stopping is no option. Just make a new one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it also yeah, it's you, yeah. but it's not your fault. 
it's it, you haven't done something stupid and you know unless you have done say unless you're intentionally trying not to sell things that's just the way it is it, it's the nature of the it's the nature of testing stuff and uh yeah it, exactly it's it's you but it's not your fault so don't blame yourself it's just exactly it's what you should expect it's exactly unless, what you, unless you haven't attached the pixel then yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can make. Yeah, I've done things before where I've forgotten the link or put the link to the wrong shirt or 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 done. Yeah, sent it out on the wrong page or used the wrong ad image. Yeah, I've made I've made fundamental mistakes, and that will happen as well. But just in general with the design, mm -hmm. uh, notwithstanding uh, human error. I think, um, I think just to just to tap go on to this as well. There's people out there who I know. And I, I will follow up with them when I when I get round to it. That have sold over fifty designs each of one design in the last week, and I know they're not doing retargeting, and that it, it makes me a little bit upset inside, Thomas. Making Aiden sad. It, it makes me sad. It this does. is the kind of thing you end up forcing him camping. Look what you're doing to him. Those are the the lowest, um, the the least amount of money you'll pay for those ads for the most amount of conversion, right? Yeah. So it's like I, I'm basically watching my my seller, my beautiful sellers, just walk past fifty pound like, notes on the floor, just like money. His children. Briefcase like, over like there, his children. walking past the money, just not, not wanting to pick it up. If you if you want to learn more about retargeting, maybe we should do a maybe a live stream or something to cover it. Obviously, I'll have to cut, um, go over that. With Thomas, make sure we, we can get some time with him to maybe go through it. We have done a previous live stream on retargeting, so definitely check that out. But that yeah. is a very, very common thing I see. People get to the point where they can do 60 units in a week, 70 units in a week, 120 in the units in a week. Aiden, how can I get better? Are you doing retargeting? No. Next week. Have you done your retargeting yet? No. You're letting yourself, you're holding yourself back. Makes yeah. me, it keeps me up at night. Okay. In his tent. Rant over. Rant over. Bram, I honestly never retargeted. Bram, you're one of those criminals. You keep me up at night. <laughs> Where you've done 70 in the last week, you could have done more. 72. 70. Yeah, you will, you will get sales, but it, 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 you won't double your sales through retargeting. But it, you, should, you should be running retargeting ads, especially as we move into Q4. Because in Q4... By the very nature of it, winners are bigger, everything's bigger, everything's bolder, everything's more. So uh, you really need to start to uh, think about what you're going to do to win back those people because there are a lot of reasons why somebody doesn't complete a purchase and not many of them have to do with, okay, some people just flat out can't buy it, don't have the money. But if you retarget them for 28 days, then that goes through one pay cycle, so then they've got paid. Yeah. So that makes a difference. So that you know, you want you want to catch that pay cycle, for something like I don't know, almost a huge amount, fifty percent or seventy percent of Americans don't have four hundred dollars in the bank. Sixteen million British people, people living in Britain rather than British people, don't have a hundred pounds in the bank, uh, and uh, you know you're selling them something for like twenty five quid, twenty quid. Um, they might really want it. They might be desperate for it, but you've got to get them through a pay cycle. So at the very minimum, you should have one ad set set up as a retargeting ad on a 28-day audience or 31-day so that you make sure that you hit them through pay cycles. All right, that's nice. Bit of gold there, guys. Um, Arifal, he is uh, he's going places. Thomas, do you know why? Why? He's retargeting. No. 
After he set up his custom domain, his sales increased. Oh, decreased. Right, we'll have to have a chat about that because that sounds a bit strange. I'm not sure why that's the case. Because if anything, I've only ever seen sales increase, and it's especially true. when you add on the emails on top of that. So, Arafal, well, the exact details of what happened. Maybe you've got the same design. Maybe people are bored of seeing that. Maybe this. Maybe that. There's there's a load of reasons. Maybe you picked a a, a a name for your custom domain that isn't resonating properly with the audience. So maybe you need to review that. And, you know, if your custom domain is 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 not a good uh, not a good term for that audience, maybe that that could have an impact. Um, but yeah, I don't within the data that I've seen. And certainly, uh, there, there's no downturn in, in any of that. In fact, I was just looking at that with someone from our data team today, and it would seem that it is uh, more advantageous to you to be running with a custom domain than without. Although there isn't, a, in, in far as conversion goes, it's it, it's very, very, very close. Uh, this, but when you when you factor in the uh, lifetime value with email remarketing, then it, it definitely pushes custom domains ahead. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I wanted to ask a question. I know this is a luxury on mindset and motivation. I feel we've covered it quite well, but would you guys like us to continue talking about mindset and motivation or just go over a couple more sort of retargeting questions or go through a very simple way of doing it? Because I feel there's a lot of people out there who... Uh, Oh, let's just quickly run through. The motivation is if you don't sell, then Aiden will come around and have words with you. So, <laughs> and give you design. And no, Aiden will make you go camping with him. So, if you don't sell, you have to go camping with Aiden. Um, no, retargeting. Okay, so everybody that hits your page, your your uh, campaign page, your product page, if you have the Facebook pixel installed, that will be recorded in Facebook within an audience that you have to define so you go into facebook you go to audiences you go to custom audience you select the uh the uh you can you can uh, there'll be view content so you can select whether it was a page view that's anyone that viewed any page on that pixel that that pixel is attached to uh, view content add to cart uh initiate checkout and purchase they're the, they're the options, they're the, the events that happen after somebody lands on the page. So you want to you want to get the uh, URL of the of the of the campaign um, of the product, and then you want to put that in into there. And you want to say anyone that's viewed content, select the right pixel. Anyone that's viewed the, that page, and then you exclude everybody that's purchased, and you do that for the last. 30 days, 32 days, whatever you want to do, something along those lines. And then you go back into Ads Manager and then you can select that as a custom audience and Facebook will show the advert to everybody that hasn't per that's viewed the, pro uh, the product and hasn't purchased it. So that's a very simple, that's the most basic way of doing it. You can offer a discount with a motive code. So you can either use the same advert, it's a bit subprime, but you can use the same advert, the same image, or you can use the same Im image that they've already seen and offer a discount, 5%, 10%, free shipping, 20%, whatever you want to do. Basically, that's what, that, that's what you can do there. Also, what is important is everybody, you should be running one or a few designs at, the, at one time, but I like to keep one winning design per page 
going. I'm not running like six or seven different things into the same niche at the same time. So what I like to do is retarget everybody that's engaged with my page for the last three days. You can make an engagement audience one day, three day, seven day, 14 day, 21 day, 28 day, 60 day, 120 day, 180 day, and then 365 days. And I've run my I've run my advert to all of those people that have engaged as well. For the first three days, maybe I'll give them a 5% discount. And then three to seven, uh, I'll give them a maybe a 10% discount. But those people that have just liked it or just commented, you definitely want to pick those up with an engagement retargeting ad as well. Okay. There's a, we did a whole video on this. So there's a video mm -hmm. within Motif Global, Motif X, Mikazo. Uh, sorry about that name. We have to, Motif, we have to review uh, that. Yeah. If you go, if you look, I think it would be there. I didn't choose videos, that name, by the way. Videos, it, it's in the videos there. Okay. If yeah. you can't find it, message me, and I'll find it. And I'll give you the link, but it should be around yeah. about there. Okay, guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's sort of midway through our videos. Uh, yeah. Video. So it is important. Don't don't miss out on retargeting. You should break down your retargeting by uh, by. Um, Facebook mobile, by Facebook desktop, by right hand side column, by age, you can break it down by all of that. But remember that it's a fairly small audience when you're only running a bit of traffic. So you can start at $1 a day. And uh, if, if one of the retargeting placements isn't working, then change it. If your retargeting ad isn't working in general, try splitting it between male and female. If that isn't working, try to hone down on just the, just the buyers. But every time you do that, obviously, you're making it smaller. So you've got to bear that in mind. And it's not always a guaranteed they will they will definitely buy from the retargeting ad. It's, it's like with everything else. It takes work. It takes changing the advert offer. It takes changing the image. It takes, it takes time to get it right. But it, it should be the most profitable advert you, 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 you run in terms of ad spend versus revenue. Just uh, Oscar has joined us, uh, one of our new and up and coming guys, Thomas. And Oscar, we've, um, I'm heartbroken that you've joined literally just now because something that me and Oscar were talking about was uh, how to scale and get the most out of one of his designs that's doing quite well. Um, Oscar, once this live stream's finished, I definitely recommend watching it from, say, about 30 minutes because uh, Thomas has just gone through how he retargets or how you could retarget in a very sort of uh, simple to set up way. Um, yeah. And yeah. it's definitely something I'd recommend you. Well, link you know. him to the retargeting video that we do. We did like an hour on it. So, yeah. yeah. And then, obviously, if you have any questions, message me because uh, I think the homework we should set, Thomas, if we're brave enough to do it, is this time next week when Bram and Oscar join the chat is we should be talking about how their retargeting's going. Yeah. And also, okay, it's we've covered this before, but Christmas is coming. And if you're not designing ugly Christmas sweaters right now, then you be tripping. I think that's the uh, that's the uh, what the kids would say. Uh, you've got okay. to get out there. Uh, you, you, you've got to come up with some uh, Christmas sweater designs, because if you're not if you're not going to at least try that, then believe me, you're making it. This is my biggest sellers. Um, stuff that's made a lot of sales and you really really need to uh you really need to get out there and and start designing those now they take a little bit more time to design because you need to you know you know what an ugly christmas sweater looks like it's not just text but you can still test the ideas 
without going to the full sweater design. But really, uh, you know, now we're what two weeks away from September. September the 1st, you want to be getting out there and testing these things. And, you know, in September, I'm not going to be talking about anything other than Christmas. I'm going to be talking about Christmas until Christmas. And uh, as soon as I stop talking about Christmas, I'm going to be talking about uh, sweaters for January and hoodies for January. Because that's the huge... February, yeah. February, yeah. yeah. I will be talking about Valentine's Day. You might want to miss that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> cushions for Valentine's Day, people. Cushions. If you're not if you're not thinking about cushions for Valentine's Day, then then you you're making mistakes because they are going to be huge. Well, the cushions aren't going to be huge. They're going to be the same size as they always are, but the opportunity size is going to be huge. We don't increase the size of the cushions for Valentine's Day, so don't worry. People aren't going to get comically large cushions or pillows. Um, but honestly, uh, that is that is huge. That will be huge at Christmas as well. That's my second favourite product this Christmas. Pillows, uh, sweatshirts, hoodies as well. Hoodies are always great in the winter, especially for the, the young people. Um, uh, and 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 cushions, mugs as well. Everyone likes to consume liquids, so that's a great way to do it. Is with a mug. Everyone drinks. Um, you know, a lot of these products. The reason that they sell so well is is because everybody wears them rich and poor uh tall and tall and short whoever almost everybody in the world and of course there's going to be somebody but almost everybody in the world owns a t-shirt almost everybody in the world well not in the world but you know some people it's not whatever but some countries are too hot for a sweatshirt but in Europe and the United States, major target buyer markets, most people will either own now or have owned or will be prepared to own or, or wear a sweatshirt in the future or notwithstanding that a hoodie. So that's why these products do so well. Although a cushion for the right target market for the right as a gift makes an excellent gift. So that's, that's what to be concentrating on. And obviously mugs, people do have to consume water to live or some kind of liquid. And I mean, I hate to bring it up, but say when it comes to Christmas with the current what's going on, a lot of people aren't going to be going to visit certain family members and stuff like that. So if you can put a very, as you say, uh, loving message on a cushion, you could even sell thousands at Christmas. I mean, last year there was uh, one seller who he had one particular design and it did um, thousands upon thousands of sales. Uh, and it was only slightly changed by a custom text. So there's there's still massive opportunities in Christmas, not just for their sweaters, but for the the squishy love messages. You know that you. Yeah. If it makes them cry, it makes them buy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of uh, guilt around. People can't travel. Guilt's a great motivator for purchases. Um, this is this is all true. Uh, you know, you're not exploiting this. It's just a situation in front of you. If you had caused it, then maybe, you know, and you're not, you're not, you're not saying, oh, I've got this that's going to cure something or do any of that. You're just, okay, this is the state of the market in front of me. Um, and this is what I'm going to do. You know, I've never been a fan of you, you get these, uh, I've never done it myself, but you get people where they've, they've got an illness and you're selling them a t-shirt saying that they've, they're cured of the illness or any of that. I don't touch any of that. If you do it, that's up to you on your, on you, be it. But uh, for me, 
I've never wanted to get into those markets. There's plenty of opportunity without that. So, yeah. um, you know, as I say, up to you if you do get into those markets. A lot of them are very profitable, but it's just not something I've ever thought that was uh, something, you know, that I wanted to touch. We have a, a couple of questions, but um, those, Victor, it may be coming sooner than you think. Um, yes, as Bram said, it's something that we are we are working on slash got something in the pipeline potentially. Okay, no promises there though. But yeah, it could it could very much be a thing. But the other thing to bear in mind with that is you do need to be uh, Facebook is very tight on that. But yeah, when when it when it becomes a topic of conversation we'll be sure to cover it um does anyone have any further questions on anything we've covered today oh and on that note bram will you have retargeting set out by by next thursday you better say yes hi robert robert's just joined hi robert Maybe this is time. what they call dead air. Dead <laughs> okay. Air, yeah. Okay, people from all around the world. Uh, good morning, good evening, good night, and good twilight. And uh, not the movie, but um, I think that we've we've covered that. You should be motivated. As I said, if you if if you need extra motivation, and if you don't do a good job, then Aiden will take you camping with him. And we will be back next week to discuss uh, how to erect a tent in a field <laughs> with Aiden and his family. Uh, we will uh, we'll come back next week, and we hope that everybody out there in internet land is motivated and has the right mindset after this and if you don't you know the other thing you can do is you can get out there you can read a book i know that aiden is just now reading uh, meditations marcus aurelius which is uh, one of my personal favorites it's a, it's it's as old school as it gets <laughs> uh, <laughs> as he was a roman empire uh, empire it wasn't a roman empire he was a roman <laughs> emperor um but you know uh, there's there's plenty of stuff out there. Maybe you like. I'm not. I've never been a big fan of, 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 of music, but um, you know, some people get pumped up with music. You might want to get a playlist together to, you know, to, if that gets you going. Uh, you know, the books, uh, maybe a movie, maybe uh, you know, something something crazy like watching Arnold Schwarzenegger like work out. Even if you're not working out, you've got to. I don't know what gets you going. It doesn't get me going, but each to their own. I'm just trying to think of things that you might want to or might be able to give you a bit of motivation other than just sitting with yourself. So try and find your thing, whatever gets you going, the eye of the tiger, that kind of stuff, you know, like uh, the boxing film with St Stallone Rocky, um, where he's running up the steps. It's all very uh, emotive. So, you know, get out there, find something that works for you and, and, and stay positive. Don't let, don't let things block you. And if something does go wrong, then find a way around it. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, just to cap it off, I mean, the lessons you learn now, you'll benefit from uh, when it comes to Christmas. To so say if you find a niche isn't overly profitable and it moves you to the next one and the next one, you're only getting closer. And as soon as Q4 hits, you know, people and, and consistent sellers that, that I work with and, and, and help sell, whatever, they sell 100 a week. They'll be doing 150, 200, 250 units come, come Christmas, right? It's not uncommon. So, okay, oh, do I really want to, you know, use half my Sunday to do this? You know, you're not motivated. Well, that four hours you put into it then, 
okay, you might go break even on a couple of designs, but then when you, if you never had that design to then make it into a Christmas sweater that then sold 400 in three weeks, that's a lot of money. And not only that, you've got to bear in mind, sweaters have got a much higher retail price, so the margin, so the profit per unit is not 6 to $10. It can be a lot more than that. So it soon stacks up and people are making thousands, not hundreds anymore. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you, Aidan. Thank you, everybody out there. And we will be back next week on Thursday at 5 p.m. British summertime. It won't be summertime for much longer, so we'll have to uh, reschedule. But uh, next week it still will be. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.